everybody happy new year and thanks for listening this is dave and jake starting the new year out right with our list of most annoying things <laughs> yeah, go and out and out grievances so we're at our best here today just complaining away <laughs> we're old cranky and pissed off so here we go so for the purpose of this discussion we will consider annoyances to be stuff you can't do much about where grievances are something that needs to be taken up with someone like a formal complaint type situation. Uh, I should mention I was told this weekend by my wife that everything annoys me, which annoyed me to hear that. <laughs> well, let's start with some annoyances that we can't do much about, especially when you get into geezerhood. One is one annoyance for me is getting up in the middle of the night and having to pee. I know. Somebody ought to be able to do so. There ought to be a pill. That we could just take so you don't have to do that. Yeah. Or, you know, they do make the pens. So you just lay in bed and piss <laughs> no, in your I depends know, if but you I, just, to. I don't think I can sleep. Well, you know, and the other thing, recently my dog uh, got a urinary infection. And so now not only do I have to get up at night and pee, I got to let my dog oh. out and pee in the middle of the night, oh, too. Oh, in the cold and everything. Oh, but, so Pam and I kind of take turns on that. <laughs> so uh, tonight's my turn again, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, for sure an annoyance. Yeah. You know, another thing that's annoying is when pain just happens and for no reason at all. Does that ever happen to you, Dave? Fuck every day. <laughs> yeah. It's always something. For me, it's mostly my neck. But I have a weird pain in my left arm right now. I don't know. I woke up like that one day about three weeks ago. It won't go away. Yep. I, all that's back there is like a, what do you call that? muscle the triceps the tricep yeah. i don't know why that hurts no, I, I got a thumb must a thumb joint that's always aggravating me lately my shoulder my left shoulder blade starts to hurt so yeah i, I don't get it but it sure is annoying <laughs> for sure well and the other thing that we cover in our one of our episodes is username passwords authentication texts, all that security stuff when you're trying just to find a recipe online so you know, I worked with uh, younger people, and this didn't bother them at all. But <laughs> passwords are my kryptonite, and they were at work. Everybody in our entire building knew that, uh-oh, Dave's going to get a new password. <laughs> They'd all come running in to, like, try to calm me down. <laughs> but this pisses me off so bad to have to have so many of these, and then they make you change them frequently yeah, and all that I kind know. of stuff. And, and so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it from a security standpoint, but it is annoying. And what really annoys me is when you're trying to get in and you finally get to the where they're going to send you a text for your authentic authentication number, and all of a sudden it's going to your wife's phone. They're not <laughs> even texting your phone, and she's not home, so it's like I'm screwed again. So I should mention... We're doing a little different recording today. We usually do this at the studio at school, but we're doing it at my house today. And as soon as Jake plugged everything in, the first thing it asked for was the password <laughs> to, to our home network. home network. Like, I just know that off the top of my head. Yeah. Oh, but 
but that got fixed, so now we're, we're back in the saddle here. But, uh, you know, the other thing about computers is when you get those pop-up advertisements. Now, we just finished a digital marketing class, and we learned all about that. It didn't make it any less annoying when you get one that pops up and it's covering what you're trying to read. You're reading some content, and there's an ad right in the middle of it, and it's covering up half the paragraph. So somebody thought that's a good idea because they'll have to look at this. Right. But to me, like, why would you want to start our business relationship with me pissed off? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, let's say it's something that'd be awesome, a new kind of podcasting microphone. Right. But it, when it pops up in front of the stuff I'm reading, I already hate the microphone and I don't even know what it does right. yet. It's super annoying, at, and hence the title for this episode. <laughs> well, along those same lines, <laughs> I I hate the robocalls and robotext. Now, it's sort of funny how during the political season here, we just finished with an election, um, I was getting them you know, 20 times a day. That's how much these people care about. Right. Now oh, that yeah. the election's over, I don't hear from <laughs> don't anybody. Yep. So I am. I guess here's what I want to know: how, how many people actually answer these things that they think this is worth paying for? I I gotta believe the percentage is so astronomically low that it it isn't even worth doing. Yeah, you would think so, and but it must pay back somehow, or they always got money to spend that they don't need or whatever. But who actually goes, you know, I should really look into this car warranty thing that they're calling me about. Yeah. Who does this? Yeah. I don't know. I, I Maybe some listeners out there do, and we don't mean to be disrespectful, but it just doesn't make any sense to us. Well, while we're ripping on technology here, yeah. like I can't stand an inbound call menu. Like when you have to call your bank, it's just happened to me last week. And you have to press one if it's about your credit card. Press two if it's about your account. Press three if it's... Okay, so they give you like five things. All I wanted to know was um, what's my cutoff date? Like when does the new charge cycle start? Because right. I was going to buy something tomorrow, but I thought, well, there's going to be a big storm, so I'll buy it today, but I think the cutoff's today or tomorrow. I just yeah. That's all I want to know. you telling me a human being cannot take that call and just tell me that? No. That right. they... So that kind of stuff uh, drives me nuts. Here's another one. I, I sometimes have, uh, you know, me, Jake, I got a pretty fancy computer set up here with all these 43,000 iTunes on it and all this stuff. And uh, the guys from Best Buy, the Geek Squad, installed all this years ago. And it's pretty complex. And so I would like just the same guy to come all the time. And right. Do it. And I live about a mile from Best Buy. Right, yeah. So I tried going there. And saying, hey, can, you know, Larry or whatever the hell his name was, can he come over and take a look at this? No, you cannot do that. Even though Larry's standing right there, you cannot book a thing. I had to call India, call a dude in India to schedule Larry who's standing a foot away from me. In fact, I got so pissed off last time. Yeah, what what have we become, right? I got so pissed off last time. This is crazy. I made them call for me right while I was I made them call themselves yeah in India but I mean I understand the need for some of that stuff but there's got to be a way to override the system you would think so <laughs> you know common sense should prevail in some cases but it doesn't seem to happen very often all right here's a couple more for me and those are about technology but now here's one I don't like is the businesses now that don't accept cash so this is going to be more and more of a thing in the larger cities. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I noticed last time we were in Nashville, 
very few places would take cash. Yeah. And I went down there with all this cash thinking, you know, it, here's the old school way. I always throw a couple hundred bucks a day into an envelope. And then I write, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Yeah, Thursday. save your budget. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. down there, you start drinking, it's pretty easy to go, <laughs> yeah, ooh, just get nuts. <laughs> and uh, so this kind of keeps me in line. And now they don't want my cash. But I want to pay cash, especially at bars and restaurants. I don't really like giving my credit card to the sketchy people in these Big cities who right. are transients. They don't live in Nashville or they're working for the summer or whatever. Yeah. So I don't really like that. Yeah. Well, you know, the other thing that's that fries me is when they then they'll put a charge on your on your meal for using a credit card. And <laughs> if ca- cash isn't an option, they got you for another three percent or whatever. Well, and that this is also the preset tipping percentages on iPads. Now that's annoying. So I'm sure my daughters occasionally listen to this, and they're going to be pissed off about this one. But I, I think if the service sucks, I shouldn't have to tip anything. And plus, I don't want you to see how much I'm tipping right Right while you're standing there with your little iPad thing. So I don't like that. And then something that happened today, it happens quite often when we go out with a group of people. What is with, why is it so freaking hard for somebody to do separate checks anymore? I mean, three couples, four couples go out. Obviously, they're couples. They're paying two by two by two. Why do they want to come back? And now we as customers have to sit there and go, well, did you have the jalapeno poppers? Well, you owe extra $4.80. What? (laughs) Just give me a separate freaking check. And why is that so, why am I such a bad guy for wanting that? Right. Yeah. So it just, but I know what you're talking about (laughs) because we experienced that today at our geezer lunch. (laughs) Same thing happens, so. But, you know, some other things that more bodily function type things are like the <laughs> unexpected farts that come out of you. You bet it can be so annoying. Even if you're by yourself, it's like, how come I can't control this? How come this thing sneaks out just whenever it wants to? Well, the, and the worst unexpected fart of all is farting yourself awake in the middle of the <laughs> night. Because that's very disturbing. Like, whomp, sound sleep. All of a sudden, like... You know, did my wife hear that? Is it thundering outside? Yes. And then, is there more to come? <laughs> I better get up and take care of this right now. So, yeah, I understand that. And then on that same, I have to address this because this just happened to my wife and I when we were Christmas shopping at the mall. Public crop dusting. Come <laughs> on, people. I mean, I here's got You know this is coming, right? You can kind of feel it's getting yeah. a little pressure. You got to be able to step away a little bit and sort of. You just can't right in the middle of a aisle. Good God! Yeah, yeah. Those are those are all annoying things. Now, (laughs) the other thing is weather. Now, I don't know who to take this up against, but weather, especially the last week we've had below zero, gale force winds for four consecutive days. I was starting to really get annoyed and kind of depressed actually, because you can't do anything about it. And you go go outside, you freeze. Um, you go to try to clear your driveway, you can't do it because everything's turned to ice. So sometimes the weather with the relentless winds around here can be really annoying. Well, as I mentioned in one of our last episodes, I believe the communist Chinese are controlling <laughs> the weather. But I also believe the American government does as well. If you look, I watch a lot of weather on YouTube and stuff, and 
China is hit with the same stuff we're hit with. Massive droughts, huge floods and everything. I think we're just hammering each other with these big storms. And, of course, nobody's taking the blame for it. But we both know that we're doing it. But no one's going to be the first guy to stop. Yeah, well, you know, that's warfare in the modern age. Yes. Yeah. Using Mother Nature to Starve attack you, your... freeze you, right. Well, they're doing a good job at it because it's been it's been nasty. But today's pretty nice. Now, this isn't currently, but in the day when we all we had was vinyl records, it'd be very annoying when you get a scratch on it and you're sitting listening with a party and stuff, and all of a sudden you get the same repeat over and over and over again. I take care of my records a little better now, so that doesn't happen often, but when it does happen, it's certainly annoying. Well, and records are popular again, so it still happens. That's one of the downsides of vinyl. It can be repaired, but you got to know what the hell you're doing. Right, right. So here's one for me, and yeah, I do a lot of cooking and a lot of fancy drink making, even at home. And what drives me nuts is when you go to a bar, and you know, nowadays in a bar you order a nice drink, it could be 10, 12, 15, we paid $17 for some margaritas down in Nashville wow. last year. And all of a sudden they put a lime in there, and it's obviously been cut like a week ago, and it's all brown around the edge. <laughs> so I'm paying 15 bucks, and now you're going to throw like a wedge of bacteria into my right. glass. Oh. Good God, how hard is it? I know, oh, I know you're busy, and it's very busy in the bar, and it's hard to find help, and all that bullshit. Bullshit! <laughs> Cut some fucking limes on the same day. And then a few little limes that you don't use, throw them oh away. Boy, right. or, or juice them, and use the lime juice or something like that. Don't throw the wedge of bacteria in <laughs> yeah. my glass. You know, the other thing that's bothered me, really, my whole life is... Um, when you go to a bar with a bunch of people and someone wants to start the thing of buying rounds, I, I never liked that because that means we all got to drink at the same speed. Right. And I may want to drink faster or slower than you. I may want fewer drinks. Yeah. I may want a fancy, different kind of drink. I don't like the fact that, oh, now it's your turn, now it's your Somebody always gets screwed on that deal. And somebody comes out. Uh, smiling out of it because they're the last guy and everybody's had enough you go home and you don't have to buy yeah, the you don't have to buy one, right. So I don't like the buying of yeah, rounds. No, now really... it's something to go, hey, yeah. Jake, happy birthday, let me buy you a drink. But, yeah. but I'm talking about the buying of rounds for the yeah. group. And even worse, I don't know if you do this much, but we used to have some neighbors who always wanted to do this, and that's they started drinking kitty. So, so you go to a bar, and everybody throw in 40 bucks. Okay, so everything's on the table, and then yeah. they work that down until yeah. there's no. Well, yeah, around. so that means the guys who can drink super fast, yeah, they're gonna they just it. pound that kitty, and they're constantly asking, well, now I'll throw another 20 in, and now another 30. So I, I don't like the drinking kitty. I want to drink at my own speed and pay for my own drink. Right, because then you can enjoy your own drink you want yeah. at the speed you want and as many as you want. That's right. Without any guilt or any expectations from anybody else. And another thing I find really annoying is when you have house parties and there's a guy-girl separation at the parties. So all the dudes stand over in one corner and all the girls stand over in another corner. It's like a high school dance right. and, and nobody wants to be the first person to ask somebody to dance. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then if you get in the group where all the girls are getting, you happen to get in that group. Oh, God, then that changes the whole discussion. Well, I know. Having. I go over there and I do that. Yeah. And then they'll talk about cooking because they know that that's what we'll have in common a lot of times. Right. But I don't like the fact – I was at a thing recently with some guys where I don't mind golfing, 
but I don't like it enough that I want to sit there for three hours and talk about, yeah, I hit a seven iron at the par three on the, I don't, in 1997, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. It's just, that's not enough to keep me engaged for the whole night. I like a whole, I like a topic, mm-hmm. which brings me to this. I don't really like small talk at a party. And that's, I think, because I was in sales for so many years. Every day I had to kiss people's asses and talk about the weather and the packers and all this kind of stuff. So when I'm with my friends, and we did this today at our guys' lunch, pick a topic and let's talk about that and get in depth into it. Right. Well, it makes it more meaningful when you get done, when you get done too, because then you've actually maybe learned something or you've taught somebody something that they didn't think about before. So, no, I agree that. It becomes a little annoying with all the blah, 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 small talk kind of stuff. Now, something that um, is another annoyance, and this is when you're sitting on the couch, and if you're like for Pam and I, we sit on the couch and we'll stream a movie or a TV show or something like that, and one of us will fall asleep. And I'm not have to say who usually falls asleep, <laughs> but it's not her. And, uh, and so I'll be dozing on and off and she knows i'm dozing on and off. she just takes that for granted now we've been doing it for so long but what, what's annoying is that then i start waking up and say oh what happened what, how did that episode end and it's like it's something like it's a bonding thing where we're watching the same thing and we're experiencing it together except when i'm sleeping i'm not experiencing it and so she's experienced for both of us and it turns kind of not very good well that's so. one i don't have to deal with because sally and i almost never watch the same okay. shows yeah. because i won't read or watch movies or any type of fiction because my big thing i just said this last week to her i go i'm not gonna watch people who don't exist do things that didn't happen i so i like just only documentaries and stuff like that so we're usually on separate tvs yeah yeah we usually do we do that a lot we want especially with all the streaming episodes on netflix and Prime Video and all that stuff. We get hooked on those and, and work our way through those. But yeah, every once in a while, I'll fall asleep and it doesn't, you know, it's it's kind of annoying for her because then I'm asking questions. And she says, <laughs> well, just stay awake next time. And then you'll know. You know, another one that that is annoying to me is, and we go to Costco quite a bit. And when we go to get gas at Costco, it is like going to the fair. There are so many lines to get your gas. <laughs> right. And it's all precision. I mean, you have to pull in. You have to be on time. People are waiting for you. And never fails. I pull in and I forget what side of the car that the gas tank is on. (laughs) And so I pull up and I'm on the wrong side. Yeah, but at Costco, they have the super long hose. I know. But it's annoying because you just want to be convenient and pull it off and put it in and draping it over the top of the car. And you're, you know, stretching it to its limits. So, and that's more self impact more self uh what do you call it um but you have a grievance there but it's with yourself yeah that's it that's <laughs> it. it's a self grievance and it's my own dumb fault so <laughs> put it that way and then the, another thing with cars is is the the notorious tailgaters um and stupid drivers that are out oh, there. oh that gets my wife you out know. of her mind and you know i'm a geezer now so i don't drive probably 10 miles over the speed limit anymore i drive the speed limit people are right on your ass and i'm like just go around me. But somehow they think they're making a statement by staying on your butt and not going around you just to irritate you. And it's like, guy, you know, dude, just let it go, will you? Go, go ahead and go around me. There people that are lane changing and think they're in the Indy 500 races and they're, you know, <laughs> whipping down the highway, make quick lane changes. And 
that's annoying. To I don't think well. there's any hope for that. No, I, yeah. <laughs> so for me, you know, for decades, I've done all the, not only cooking in our family, but all the grocery shopping. And especially now that I'm retired, I like to eat fresh stuff. So I go to the grocery store literally almost every day. So I'm very, very good in a grocery store. I know where everything's located, um, almost in any grocery store, even in ones I've never been in before. In fact, when we visit different cities, I always like to go to the grocery store just to check out just their stores. Yeah, yeah. So for me, there's a thing I would call poor grocery store etiquette. And that is, first of all, spatial awareness. So you've got to have some idea of, A, how wide your ass is, <laughs> taking up most of the aisle. If it does, you got to at least kind of get over to one side or the other. But second, you got to have some lateral and rear vision. So if there's a nut like me trying to pass you on one side, you got to be aware of him. You can't just be in the middle staring up at the top shelf going, "Woo, wow, <laughs> hot sauce. Come on, man. You got to know where stuff is because I like to get in a store and get my stuff because I always know what I want. I don't go there and like browse. Yeah. I know what I want. I got a list. In fact, I'm one of the only nuts I know that made out a grocery list based on how stores are laid out. Because what I learned is almost every store nationwide is laid out essentially the same. People don't realize this. Oh, okay. But the outsides are always your produce, meat, dairy, and frozen foods. Right. That's where the electrical lines all run. And down the middle is all that other stuff like cereal and crackers and peanut butter and... Stuff that's bad for you, <laughs> yeah. basically. High-carb type stuff. So I know how every grocery store is laid out, and I'm in there, and I want to get out. So I can't stand people that are in there, uh, multiple kids running around with them. You know, you haven't seen this in a while, but grocery carts are made with that little opening up on top to set a kid in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I With their that. legs come through the opening, and they're facing you, so you can crack them in the head if they're doing <laughs> yeah. something wrong. But now the kids are just running wild, laying in a cereal aisle, crying because they, they can't decide which of 500 cereals they want to get. <laughs> so it drives me nuts that people use the grocery store as kind of their daycare center. Now, I realize, it, you know, sometimes you don't have a babysitter. you got to take your kid's grocery shop. But then you got to be able to keep them in line a little bit. And then secondly, people paying with checks and then balancing their checkbook yeah. right there while you're standing there waiting to check out. And the final thing, this is a big thing now, is did you find everything you were looking for? Right, at the checkout. Yeah. It's too fucking late by then. You really, you're going to say, no, I couldn't find toothpicks, and you're going to make somebody go run and get those for you now? And then they come back and they go, oh, no, I wanted the long ones. <laughs> come yeah. on. I mean... Who really ever says, no, I'm looking for something else? And if I do get behind that person, oh, then I'm really pissed yeah, off. Because if you really God. needed it, you would have asked somebody down the aisle right. of where it is and right. not at the checkout. And finally, poor social awareness. So this is failure to pick up on your audience's tolerance for your bullshit. So you'll be in public and people will be talking. And all of a sudden, somebody will bring something up horrifying about their own family or whatever and everyone else's eyeballs are getting the size of saucers <laughs> and you're like you don't understand that you got to change the subject here yeah this it's, is a little inappropriate yes let's get with the social awareness here know your audience right that would help a lot i think <laughs> in a lot of situations though 
All right, now we're going to talk about some grievances. So this brings me kind of like to the Seinfeld episode where the airing of the grievances. Right. So these are a little different than annoyances. A lot of this stuff we talked about annoyances, like we're not going to cure bad drivers. There's nobody to call about that. We're not going to really be able to fix anybody's shit in the grocery store. But these are things that I want to file a grievance. I want to make it official. And the first is paying taxes on Social Security payments. So first of all, you've already paid taxes on this. Right. This is your money. This is not a government thing you're just giving us. This is money they took from me when I was 18, 19, 20, 30, 50 years old, and now they're just finally giving it back. Yeah, because I think they took it after yeah. taxes. They didn't take it pre-tax. Right. <laughs> and so now you're going to tax me again on it. That does seem kind of ridiculous. That ain't right. Somebody should do something about that and should run on that platform. Right. Well, the problem is is that all the politicians need money, and that's more revenue for them if they can tax money that they've already taxed. So whatever. I, I hear you, though. So one of the things that's kind of happened in our society here the last couple of years, which really bothers me, because I was always in sales, so I had to provide good customer service just to make a living. So I was, I grew up in the era that customer's always right, and you had to bend over backwards, kiss people's ass, do whatever you could to make the customer happy. Well, some somewhere along the line here the last few years, and really gotten bad last couple of years here since COVID, is now the customer's last. All decisions are made at companies now based on what's good for the company. Okay? Yep. So you used to go in a store and people would want to help you. Now you go in a giant big box store like a Home Depot or a Best Buy or something. There's nobody around. Right. You can walk <laughs> aisles and aisles and aisles. You cannot find a person to... And you just want to say, you know, where are the bolts or the screws? Yeah, you can't, you can't find anybody. That's no. that's for sure. So right away, hiding. like it's it all the onus falls on me to have to figure out your store. So I don't like that, and I don't like foreign call centers. Now I'm not racist. I don't give a shit what color your skin is, where you were born, or any of that, because you could be any color and still speak with an accent that I can understand. Right. And this includes even just Southerners in the U.S. But when all of a sudden you can't understand a word they're saying and you, you need some help. Right. So that, you know, and that really that the companies that don't do that and use people that can speak, you know, understandable English for us English-speaking folks, I really appreciate that. Yes. And it makes the mark on their service actually go up because they're compared to people, other companies that, are, they must be cost savings or something. I don't know. Well, there's, I'm it. sure there's a cost savings. But you look at the duplication of effort. Right. Of people having to call multiple times, having to go ask their manager or something or whatever, when just a normal person from this country could just answer yeah. the question well, on the first call. Not getting answered at the first time doesn't mean that you're going to just stop asking. You're right. just going to keep pursuing it. It's going to cost more resources for them to actually get some answers and satisfaction on what you need. That's a grievance. So, yeah, no, I agree with that, too. That's frustrating and annoying and controllable. Someone could take care of that if they really wanted to. Now, the other thing is when you're traveling, especially on airplane travel, when you run into delays, either to catch a flight, make a connection. And I used to travel for business quite a bit, and that used to drive me nuts, is that if the, the, the flight was delayed by 15, 20 minutes, not a big deal. But if it was delayed by an hour and I had a 45-minute you know, layover to catch my next flight. Well, that meant that 
I was not only getting late on this flight, but I was going to miss my connection. I was probably going to spend the night in Detroit or Chicago or somewhere like that, which I had to do a few times. And that just gets annoying after a while. And I feel sorry for the, the customer service people at the desk because it's not their fault, but they're getting the brunt of it. And people can get really ugly when it starts to get into travel and delays and you know inconveniences on that whole thing. Their whole well, and we're recording this right now, right after... Christmas and one of the hugest cold and snowstorms that ever came across this country. And I think there was something like 3,000 flights canceled yeah. in the last week. Southwest especially yeah. took it on the nose for that. And w- one of the things I noticed flying back into Green Bay, Wisconsin during the week, you're always screwed. The flight's always canceled mm-hmm. because there's not enough people right. coming back. So you'd be sitting wherever in Baltimore and you'd look around and you go, six, seven, eight. Yes, eight people. Toast. They're going to cancel this. Yeah. And they do. And then they always blame it on the weather. Yeah. And then you get on your phone and you look and you call home and they go, no, it's nice out it's here. Fine, right. What the hell? I know. Weather. So it's one of the reasons we don't fly and travel much. We go to Nashville. It's 11 hour drive. It's a pain in the ass. But at least we always get there 11 hours after right. we leave. Yeah. I, I I haven't flown to Nashville because I don't want to deal with that. But well, it's one of the reasons I quit going to Austin is you had to fly there. Yeah, it's and too far. That yeah. would happen sometimes. Yeah, and, and we don't travel that much through the air. But every time you do, you can bank on one one direction getting screwed up. You know, you, one direction usually goes by either coming home or going. The other direction gets a delay, gets inconvenienced, uh, whatever. But, you know, that's unfortunately that that's what happens. And it is very annoying. Now, another thing that isn't quite as monumental is when you take your clothes out of the dryer and someone forgot to take a tissue out of a pocket (laughs) and there's lint all over everything, little tiny bits of white lint all over the clothes. Or when you open the washer and you see, oh, shit, I left the tissue in my pocket. And I guess I'm self, um, you know, confessing here because it's usually me that leaves (laughs) it in there and I don't check my pockets. And that's one of my jobs, according to Pam, is that you need to check your pockets before you put your clothes in the in the dirty clothes. Well, I would I would suggest this: whoever does the load of laundry has got to check all the pockets. Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that yeah, up. At whoever home does that, that particular applies. load of laundry, yeah. it's just like uh, I don't do laundry because I do all the cooking here, and so my wife does the laundry, but. It's whoever's closest to the flame. So this is a business acumen. You'll understand this. Okay. Whoever's closest to the flame has to do the final quality check. Okay. Yeah. So if you're the one throwing them in, you got to stick your hand in every pocket and, you and turn those pockets inside all. Find them all. Cleaned but up. then yeah. you get to keep the quarters and nickels and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, and there. the guitar picks. You ever have <laughs> yeah. guitar picks go through the wash? <laughs> okay. Well, we'll try that. We'll uh, see about um, changing our practice when we do laundry. So you know, another thing is annoying for me is when the Wi-Fi kicks out. Now we live in the sticks basically, and we have very poor internet to begin with. But I, I swear to you, it's daily that the Wi-Fi will kick out. And you'll be on the computer trying to do something, you lose connection. You'll be streaming a show, you lose connection. So, again, back to our episode about 2023. My hope is that we get a decent internet up by where I live because that's very annoying, um, very frustrating when that Wi-Fi kicks out. Well, that's part of what Elon Musk's whole Starlink thing is about, right? So that I, I think so, yeah. Um, there's all these satellites in the air that are providing internet service to virtually anywhere, even the Sahara Desert. Mm-hmm. So hopefully yeah. that'll that maybe that'll maybe that'll, that'll fix it. 
You know, the other frustrating thing or annoying thing, and and this is more of a Pam, annoys Pam, and I, you know, I try to do a good job at it, but when drawers are left open and cupboard doors are left open in the house, she'll go through the kitchen or the laundry room and there'll be six drawers or cabinets open because I was just through there looking for stuff and getting stuff, but I never closed anything behind me. So she's always followed me around closing it. So, uh, honey, I'm sorry. I'm going to try and do better on that because I know that just annoys you to no end. Well, now, seeing how you're mentioning your wife, I asked my wife, and her, here's her biggest grievance. She wanted me to mention this. Uh, the grievance, I guess, is with our Lord, the Creator. <laughs> oh, okay. So she said menopause is a bad triple whammy for women. That first they have to, as when they're young, they have to go through their periods. Then they have to have pregnancies and childbirth. And then as a triple whammy, when they get older, the women have to go through menopause. So hot flashes, night sweats, insomnia, brain fog, weight gain, all things Ooh, she uh, she yeah. wants to she wants to talk to the manager. I, I don't blame her. I, I think that I'd never looked at it quite like that, but that's a huge curse and burden on those poor women. Well, as long as the manager's coming in on this call here, I want to talk to him about the common cold, which I'm suffering from right now. Come on, man. We should have evolved out of that by now. There's got to be, you know what it is? There's so much money in cold medicine that they don't want to cure it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they could probably easily cure it, but it's a revenue stream for all the pharmaceuticals. There's got to be a pill or an injection or something you could take that makes your body real alkaline or something for 24 hours that would just kill any of that shit right yeah. i can't believe that you could have to have a cold nowadays and it hangs on for weeks yeah and then it comes back after it's gone and right well that's i'm on my round two here so anyway there we're at that's those are just some of the things that are pissing us off there's a lot more but we only have so much time here people and we're hoping 2023 brings some so solutions to these annoying activities that we deal with on a daily basis and we'd like to hear some of your annoyances and grievances so don't feel free or uh, feel free to reach out to us and tell us about your annoyances and grievances at uh, our email which is thegeezerlife at gmail.com yep. or on our facebook or instagram pages right. let us know what you're pissed off about going into 2023 geezer life is written directed produced and edited by dave and jake we do it all ourselves, except when we have to reach out to younger people to help us remember what buttons to push. If you enjoy our podcast, please like and subscribe, and even leave us a review. Let us know what topics you would like to see us address here on Geezer Life. We could really use the support so we don't have to live out our final years camping under a bridge, which is a really hard place to do a podcast from. Yeah, help us get better, because we're working hard at it when we could be napping instead. We now have several ways to contact us. Email at thegeezerlife at gmail.com, Facebook at The Geezer Life, and Instagram, The Geezer Life Podcast. Until then, see you next time, unless we keel over in the meantime. So eliminate the worry. Eliminate the strife. It's time to have your fun. It's The Geezer Life.